The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Welcome to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gilbert. With me, as always, is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Well, it's the same night, so uh, I'm doing the same. Uh, still uh, rock hard after the Avs win. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what uh, else to talk about. I mean, that Pels game I talked about uh, the other night, um, just... Uh, um basketball is so fucking boring at least in the nba it, it's obviously you, you can tell the talent difference between the nba and college but uh, for whatever reason the the, the passion the, the uh, intensity is so much higher in uh, in college sports in general but especially between college basketball and the nba the nba is so commercialized it's it's uh, it's unwatchable even even like in a playing game i thought okay you know now that the dumbass regular season which doesn't mean shit for the the nba players because they only play in like 30 games each of them um, now that that's over, we can watch some uh, real intense basketball, but, uh, I tried to watch it. Even though the games are close, it was like, it doesn't have the same kind of, uh, uh, the same feel, the same atmosphere, the same intensity that the, the, the college basketball tournaments do. So yeah, just, uh, ranting about that, I guess, uh, pour one out for the Pels there and fucking Zion Williamson refusing to play <laughs> after, uh, like a, a hamstring injury, like ages ago. Uh, clearly good to go, but uh, yeah, he's, he's just fucking soft, I guess, and uh, yeah, cost cost the team. But that that's the uh, that that epitomizes NBA basketball at this point. Just everything's looking out for yourself. Who gives a shit about your teammates? Yeah, and also like you said, basketball like it could be it could be a close game towards the end of the game, but like the last minute of, of a basketball game is going to take ten minutes if you include a commercial and all the timeouts and all the reviews for making sure the ball went off the right guy for that possession. It's, it's yeah, co- college is much more. Free flowing, yeah. As you said, this is the same night we just recorded the uh, Metro Atlantic Division. Now we're moving on to the Metropolitan Division. Um, I forgot to mention last show we could talk about it now. Uh, Black Friday in the NHL here. Uh, Penguins fired Brian Burke, Ryan Hextall, and uh, Chris Pryor, the assistant GM. Um, the Caps fired Lavi, Peter Laviolette. Uh, the the Ducks fired Dallas Eakins. I think that that was about it. Uh, any takeaways there? Any surprises? Any any coaches you you see might might get fired um, next week? No, I don't really think about that stuff too much uh, at this point. Maybe towards uh, the off season when you're preparing for next season. But uh, yeah, Penguins did a horrible horrible job there, uh, especially at the trade deadline, giving up uh, so many assets for useless players and then they don't even get into the playoffs to see how useless these players are that is absolutely a fireball offense which uh, makes uh, their firing zero surprise uh, it'll be interesting to see if brian burke comes back to sportsnet the uh, the national national um network here in canada that broadcasts the nhl um that'll be all right i guess he was okay uh but uh, yeah terrible job there especially by ron hextall uh yeah, just uh, burning down all of 
Pennsylvania hockey, I guess. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what what door he goes to next with the uh, the Grim Reaper sword. Yes, absolutely there. Um, and yeah, Hextall, not surprising at all to see him fired. It was shocking to see the Penguin, Penguins miss the playoffs. And of course, he was fired. Also, the Capitals, you know, Penguins Capitals were, were kind of the cream of the crop there in the Metro for a while, both uh, firing key individuals in their organization. It's interesting, though, that the Penguins did keep uh, Mike Sullivan, is that his name, behind the bench? So they see maybe he can get something else out of the uh, big three there, Malkin, Crosby, and, and Latang, if they can they can keep playing for a few more years. But yeah, uh, Adam Gretz on Twitter had, had a tweet with all of the big, or all of Ron Hextall's trade deadlines acquisitions over the years between the Flyers and Penguins. You got like, uh, you got Val Filpula, Sam Gagne, uh, Jeff Carter. Jeff Carter was good for them last year, but Michael Grandland, that, that, that whole contract he traded for this year, five million cap it for I think two more years. Nick Benino, Nick Benino was good. Kulikov, Petrie, I mean, a bunch of guys just. Hextall just completely, like you said, he, he ran through Pennsylvania, just burning to the ground. And I'd be shocked if he, I mean, I'm sure he'll, he'll go somewhere, maybe back to LA in like a, a minor role and work his way back up. But he, he yeah, he was, he was a key part of those Kings teams, building those Kings teams that were so good 10 years, 10, 10 years ago. So maybe he, he's better as a, as a right-hand man or as, as a, as a B or C guy rather than the, the, the uh, top cheese there. For sure. We'll see about uh, Sully's job security, though, when the new GM comes in. I mean, I'm sure it'll be fine, though, because uh, I don't see Crosby leaving. And, um, yeah, they, they, they paid Malkin a bunch of money to stay some more years. So I'm sure that they'll try to be competitive. They're not going to totally blow it up yet. So, yeah, I'm sure Sullivan will be safe. But you never know. They could bring in a new GM with uh, different plans in mind. And, and, and um, yeah, it just depends on the interests of the organization and the interests of Crosby, if, if he wants to stick around him. Of course, uh, I'm sure he will. I mean, he's a penguin through and through. He's not. He's not going to go to Colorado to hook up with his buddy Nate, uh, like uh, a lot of people are saying. But yeah, so uh, we'll see what goes on there in Pittsburgh. Uh, hell of a run, though. Either way, definitely uh, one of the one of the better teams of the past uh, 15 years. Yeah, absolutely. There and Metropolitan uh, Division has has moved on to, to a new champion here in the Hurricanes, and we'll we'll talk about them. And the rest of the playoff teams here, of course, make sure you are subscribed to the Hockey Gambling Podcast, where you listen to your podcast, and do leave us a five-star rating and review here as we get into the playoffs. Hope to have some of those to read to get us pumped up as the playoffs begin next week. And get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. That's where we're going to be putting probably most of our, our best bets that we make. The line's constantly moving here as news comes out, so make sure you check there. Good, good group of guys in there, great support system in there, so make sure you get in the Discord. And follow us on Twitter as well, at HockeySGPN. And get yourself a pair of Shady Rays. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. They're durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. That's not all. They offer the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, they told us to send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. So wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. 
Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. And make sure to check out our NBA Playoff Survivor Challenge. Completely free to enter, and the winner gets $250 in cash and a $100 SGPN gift card exclusively on the SGPN app. All right, we're heading into this uh, Metro Division Playoff Preview here. Yes, sir. All right, we got the uh, Carolina Hurricanes going off against the New York Islanders. Could be a uh, some uh, defensive battles here. Hurricanes are around minus 190. Islanders are plus 160 here. Uh, I, I mentioned in the Atlantic Division show that I quite liked the Bruins at, at uh, minus 275, minus 285. I did parlay them with the uh, Hurricanes at minus 190 on a FanDuel to get uh, plus 105, plus 107. I, I bet that twice. I think the Hurricanes here are just a much better team. Uh, for the year, they're the best team expected goals for per 60, best team expected goals against per 60, and obviously the best team in expected goals for percentage at 59.85%. Islanders are in the bottom bottom two-thirds there, uh, less than 50% uh, expected goals for percentage. But the story for their season has been Ilya Sorokin, obviously. So he could definitely goalie his way, especially against a Hurricanes team that doesn't have too much uh, top-tier talent. And the top-tier talent they went out and got, Pacioretty, is out for the year, as is uh, Andrei Svechnikov, who, who was their other top scorer. Uh, Hurricanes went 3-0-1 against the Islanders during the season, won the last three meetings by a combined score of 10-3. But uh, two of those wins were back-to-backs for the Islanders, so could could be a little wonky in there. Still, I think the Hurricanes are, are the much better team. They can pucks in deep. They play the right way. Rod Brindamore hasn't played the right way. So love the Hurricanes here at minus 190. Um, you can also get them on the spread at plus 124. I think this one doesn't go seven games. I think there's going to be Hurricanes take control enough, or maybe the Isles can can win one or two, but uh, the Hurricanes are the much better team and should get the job done probably in uh, in five games or six games. I'm going the other way on this one, as you might expect. Your Isles. My Isles, that's baby. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Hurricanes uh, might, might not have done themselves a favor winning that game against the Panthers. Um, given the fact that the Islanders are uh, are much closer team to them structurally, systematically, um, I think the Hurricanes would have had a better time against the Panthers where they can uh, lock up their offense and then uh, score on some weaker goaltending. Whereas the Islanders will be able to uh, really contain the Hurricanes' uh, impotent offense, which has uh, taken a step back since uh, Svechnikov went out. Um, yeah, kind of uh, a lackluster end of the season for the Canes. Still held on to the division, of course, just barely. The Devils uh, breathing down their necks at the end. But yeah, I'm not I'm not too enthused about how the Hurricanes played, and I, I don't. I don't quite buy into to the uh, expected uh, goals for numbers with the Hurricanes. Teams like this, like the the uh, those analytics tend to inflate their numbers quite a bit. I think uh, if you actually watch these games, I mean, uh, they get a lot of chances, but they're, they're all low danger stuff, and uh, they're just inflated by the pure shot totals and whatever. The Flames are the same way, um, and uh, yeah, I mean, with the Islanders, they they just uh, are able to bend without breaking all the time. They like they. They're not the analytical darlings, that's for sure. But they'll they'll get the crucial goal at the right time, and I think that they'll 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 make a close game out of all these games. I don't, I don't see the Hurricanes blowing them out, um, at least not more than once. Um, so yeah, I think the Islanders will be competitive every game. I'm going the other way too with the 
the over game. What's that number? I'm just seeing these stupid four-way markets. <laughs> a total uh, over five and a half is minus 165. I actually kind of like that. Under five and a half is plus 135. Yeah, minus 165 for the over five and a half. I think that's decent. But uh, main bet, Islanders plus 160. My line is only minus 155 for the series for the Canes. So, yeah, there's still a little bit of value there with the Isles. It's going to be a close series. I could easily see this one going on seven games. So um, you could find some props or uh, either team to to win in seven if, if that's your thing. Islanders to win in seven would be uh, my look. Maybe Islanders in six win a game in Brooklyn there um, would be a decent uh, decent shout. Islanders uh, are a decent home team. Hurricanes are as well, I guess. But, um, yeah, it, these, these are just very closely matched teams. Hurricanes obviously the better team, but uh, I think the the goaltending advantage it might be massive here. Uh, we, we've seen Hurricanes goalies kind of shit the bed in the playoffs, especially uh, Freddie Anderson, Anti Ranta, the same kind of thing. And um, yeah, the goaltending edge definitely goes to the aisles. So yeah, in a, in a close series, you take the, you take the underdog, uh, especially with uh, two mirror Im- images of each other in terms of uh, how both teams approach the game. Of course, the Hurricanes like to do the you know the shot volume and all that, uh, but they 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 work from the back. Jacob Slavin is probably the best defensive defenseman in the league. Um, so uh, yeah, they they got the same thing on the side for the Isles with the Pollock and Pellick and Naronov. He should be back. And uh, Noah Dobson's had to step back this series this season, but uh, I still like him as a defender. Matthew Barzell should be back for game one. That's a big deal. He's got uh, great chemistry with Bo Horvat. Heard from a beat right with the Isles that uh, Barzell is actually not the most um, he's he's not the most easy guy to play with, uh, given the fact that he thinks the game differently. But apparently, Bo Horvat has has stepped right in there and developed some chemistry with him. So them playing together once again will be uh, will be a big boost to the Isles. So yeah, I quite like the Isles to uh, make this a series. So at plus one sixty. Uh, you can find better prices elsewhere for sure, but uh, even even at this low number, I I I would only bet the Isles here. Yeah, I think that this probably this series could be closer than many people think. I think the Isles definitely going, like you said, the the, the Hurricanes. You don't buy into their expected goals stuff because yeah, it, it is mostly kind of low quality stuff. Just high, just get get pucks on that, try to get rebounds and tips and whatnot, and that may not work. Like, against, how against many how many times looking. have how many times have they had like uh, on the stupid money puck thing the deserve to winometer where it was like a 95% chance to win the game? They lost like four or five of them. So uh. it, they in uh, one of their first games of the season they had 81% expected goals for four percentage share. They lost three two to the Flames. Um, their Avalanche third their, one. their third best best game was 78.5%. They lost four three to the Jackets. I mean, yeah, they could they can clearly dominate games and then you know. Other special teams is the difference, or just not being able to ha- win the goaltending battle. But uh, I think Anderson is going to be a, a big step up for, for the Kings after having uh, anti Ranta for most of last year. After Anderson got hurt, Anderson does have playoff experience. You know, maybe not maybe not the best, but I had some with the Ducks, then some with the Leafs. So he, he knows how it is to, to get to uh, lose in the first round. Um, but looking here, I, I'm interested in the uh, number of shutouts here. Uh, one shutout is plus 200. I'm looking at two shutouts for plus 900. I can see mm. Sorokin stealing a one nothing, 2 nothing win. You know, maybe the Hurricanes have a shutout themselves because the Islanders, you know, they do have Barzal coming back and they have Horvat, but they're really more of a defensive-focused team. So that uh, that two shutouts at plus 900 is kind of calling to me a little bit. 
Is there a three shutout? Three shutouts is plus 2,800. You could ladder that shit. Just uh, put a little bit on plus 200, put a little less on plus 900, and put a little less on plus 2,800. And uh, you never know because, yeah, everything about this series screams is low scoring. I mean, uh, like I said, mirror images, if there's going to be... There's going to be some 2-1 games, uh, and uh, so why not 2 nothing games? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, th- th- this one should be uh, boring hockey for people who like goals, but uh, there's no such thing as boring hockey in the playoffs, so I'm definitely looking forward to this one uh, more than some of the others, at least. Yeah, I was thinking of taking that uh, plus 900 on, on two shutouts and then possibly hedging if it gets to that point, but I mean, 28-1 to 1 for, for three shutouts in between these two teams seems... Uh, Seems seems like a, a good thing to sprinkle. There was one shutout during the year. Hurricanes beat them three three nothing, and then their most recent meeting, which is probably the the most important, on uh, April second, Hurricanes won that one two one. It was a back to back for the Islanders, but low scoring game. Both teams were were fighting for either playoff spot or playoff positioning. So, should be a good series. Should be a low scoring series. Definitely keep out. Do you think we get a uh, over under a five for any of these games? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, we're just, uh, uh, game one is under five and a half minus one twenty already. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it'll get down to, to under five, especially later in the series. You know, game five, six, it'll be under five. Uh, um, also looking at the uh, Con Smythe market for for these teams, uh, Sebastian Aho is thirty five to one. I guess maybe he could go on a, on a scoring tear. Um, Frederick Anderson is also thirty five to one. I'm seeing here, I believe. Yeah, that's what I wrote down, and then. Someone that probably is a, is a pretty long shot for the, for the Hurricanes, but Brent Burns has playoff experience with the Sharks, a uh, hundred to one. Maybe he can, you know, play some good defensive hockey, have a few few big hits, highlights, hits, and, and, and goals and whatnot. But yeah, more more Smythe markets to target there. Uh, Sorokin, I think, is also seventy five to one. So uh, if if the Isles win the Cup, Sorokin is going to be their guy. So seventy five to one seems like a steal there. Yeah, I'm hoping some of my books start putting up more odds for the Con Smythe because uh, as of this point, those numbers are well off what I can get. Um, but uh, yeah, Brent Burns, I'm 101. I, I was going to say, don't bother the Hurricanes Con Smythe thoughts because it's a very much a, a team that's that's not really uh, highlighted Jacob Slavin, by it. Jacob Slavin, uh, 150 to one. You mentioned we, you mentioned him a few shows ago. Yeah, but he he doesn't get the the love of the voters for back checking all the time and his smart vision and uh, with the stick work and uh, the good gaps uh, preventing the, the, the opponents from uh, getting space in the offensive zone. So uh, yeah, that stuff is not loved by, um, by dumb voters. So unfortunately, while that would be a good bet if uh, you know, real, real hockey experts voted on it, but that's not the case. So don't see that, but Brent Burns, he's on the first power play, right? So 101 there, you, you can get some is cookies. He on or is a, uh... Or is Gossesbear on it? Uh, no, it's still Burns. Also, yeah. uh, 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 Natchez is 50-1. to 1. I think he could probably be their leading scorer. He was their leading scorer during the regular season, at least. Yeah, I like him better than Ajo, anyway. Um, but still, Brent Burns is the only one that interests me. 101. Good shout there if, if the Hurricanes power play gets cooking. You know, it's a limited sample size. Uh, you know, yeah. 16, 16 wins. If, if their power play suddenly becomes uh, legit... And uh, he gets hot and easily, easily could uh, be in the mix there. 101 is a decent shout. But, uh, yeah, I mean, otherwise I would look at the just the Hurricanes to to win the cup if, if you like them. But uh, I do not. 
after they lost Sveshnikov and how they played uh, towards the back half of the season and um, their goaltending uh, issues in the playoffs. So, yeah, 101 for Burns would be all right, but uh, Sorokin at 75 to one would would definitely be uh, a better bet for me. I mean, uh, the only way the Islanders are going to win the cup is if he stands on his head, and if he stands on his head and wins the cup, it's going to go to him. There's no other player in the Isles who has a, a real real shot to win the Smythe. So, instead of the Isles uh, Stanley Cup future, uh, what was that like 50 to one, 60 to one, something like that? 75 to one for Sorokin to win the uh, to win the Smythe is a, is a better look there. It's basically the same thing. You're just getting a bit better odds on the Isles. Yeah, so so you got the Isles, what, plus 160 there? I'm on the Canes as the parlay piece. I'm also looking at, at possibly Canes in six at plus 440. I think just, you know, throwing a dart throw on those, throwing a, a half unit, quarter unit, and trying to get it right there. There is some value because it, it should be a longer series. Maybe I'll go to seven, but I think in six at plus 440. Oh, man, these seven. fucking cockroaches. They have, the, they have a prop. Any players will record a hat trick. Plus 235 for the yes in Hurricanes Isles. Mm-hmm. I want the... No. Oh, they don't have the no? No. They do not have the no. Those motherfuckers. I saw, I saw someone talking about that either, either on, on Twitter or on Reddit about how like it, it was a good bet. I forget I forget what series it was. What, what book is that on? I'm just looking at DraftKings. Oh, where is that? Series player props? Series hat trick. Under, uh, I, yeah, series props. Playoff series props. I'll have to refresh there see if that pops up. I, I don't see that. No, yeah, I, I, I don't see that there. That's interesting. Well, don't bet into this shit, but they don't offer the no. I mean, uh, unless it's an obviously good bet, but uh, you generally want to have both options. And yeah, so that that, that would be uh, an absolute hammer play. I would bet that to up to like minus 500. There's no, there's no, nobody going to get a hat trick in this series. I could get two and then pop an empty netter. You never know. It's possible. Okay. I'm not saying it's impossible. <laughs> I mean, the, the no doink in the Super Bowl is like minus 700 and that, that hit. So uh, yeah. even though that was a good bet, um, you know, sometimes good bets lose. That's just how it goes. But uh, it would be a good bet. Anything under minus 500 for uh, no player to record a hat trick in this series. All right. Uh, we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Underdog Fantasy has your favorite NBA, NHL, and MLB daily games. Plus, they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, the other uh, series here in the Metropolitan Division is the New Jersey Devils against the New York Rangers here. Uh, Devils, slight favorites, minus 120, uh, Rangers plus 100. I did see uh, Unibet had them both at minus 109 earlier. I'm not sure if that's still out there, but straight pick them here. Um, I've gone back and forth on this one, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you take this one away. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you, I mean, if you're being consistent, you, you said the Rangers were the better team along with town a few <laughs> weeks ago. So I figured I'd be against you here, but I'm absolutely on the Devils. My line is minus 133 for them in this series. So minus 120 is definitely a decent look. Um, yeah, it's it's just a much better team, more skilled team, faster team against the Rangers who are uh, kind of um, imbalanced, I would say. They have all these... These uh, sharpshooter playoff or uh, power play types in uh, Kane, Tarasenko, and Kreider. So if their power play isn't cooking, and, and you know you expect fewer fewer power plays in the playoffs, uh, they're gonna have some problems. Um, 
I mean, of course, last year we, we saw an insane amount of power plays in the in the first round, so I could be totally out to lunch. But uh, that said, it, it's, it's still an unbalanced team. They're going to rely on Shesterkin quite a bit. He's been uh, very good, especially in the second half of the season. But still, the, the Devils have uh, wave after wave of, of excellent players, excellent young players. So they'll, they'll be fresh for this one. Um, yeah, just it's just going to be a, a matchup between maybe size versus speed. With with the Devils having the speed and the Rangers having more size and uh, head hunting Jacob Trubeck going along, maybe not head hunting. I don't want to be unfair to him. He's a, one of the best hitters in the game right now. Uh, but still, the Devils are, are going to be looking out for him. Always keep your head up, boys, as Don Trey would say. Um, yeah, I, I like the Rangers here to, or the Devils here to outscore the Rangers as as long as Shesterkin isn't, uh, you know, his 2022 self, 2021, 22 self. Uh, Devils should be able to get a few past him, and um, they have a, a legit power play of their own. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they're, uh, their analytical numbers have been great all year. Wow, there was a bad stretch towards the middle of the season, but uh, every team goes through that at, at some point. So, yeah, I mean, the Devils are just they're, they're the deeper team. I think they're the most skilled team altogether. I mean, the Rangers, of course, have Kane, who can do uh, uh, wonders of his own, and Tarasenko is obviously a threat with his, his shot pure sniper there but uh devils just just have a, a lot more players and big fan of um Jonas Siegenthaler we mentioned Jacob Slavin earlier Siegenthaler is uh, in the same mold in terms of uh, just pure defensive play and we got Dougie Hamilton having a great bounce back here um yeah devils devils defense looking good uh we mentioned uh the fucking penguins but Ron Hextall making shitty moves with uh he gave him uh John Marino I think his first name is John mm-hmm. Moreno, yeah, he's been uh, great for the Devils. Pilot is healthy now, and uh, his experience will be invaluable for this young team. That's just what they're looking for. Of course, bringing in Timo Meyer. I uh, would rather have Meyer than, than Kane or Tarasenko, especially as a trade deadline piece. So that gives them a bit more size and power, too. That's what they were lacking earlier in the season. But uh, he's like a big boy, uh, 220 pounds, something like that. A great power forward. Should be able to, to match up better with the Rangers in that way. But uh, and he's got some playoff experience of his own, too, with, with the, the Sharks back in the day. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the Rangers or the Devils here. Fuck, why do I keep saying the Rangers? I like the Devils here. Minus 120. Like like Ryan said, you can find a, a bit better prices elsewhere. But minus 120 is, is the most commonly available line. Um, so, yeah, I quite like him here. We just need Vanacek to not be a pumpkin and then uh, – die on the blade and uh, keep up with Shesterkin and we'll be all right. Yeah. I mean, uh, you said, uh, I've, been, I've said the Rangers, I mean, Talon's been on the, the Miami, New Jersey devils, the, the, the whole season here. It seems like he doesn't believe in him in the playoffs. I just didn't necessarily either, but it, it's, it's tough to trust, to trust a young team. They're really first, first playoff appearance. They do have Timo Meyer. Uh, they do have Dougie Hamilton. I think had some playoff with the, uh, with the flames or canes there. Maybe, maybe not hurricanes. Hurricanes, yeah. So, yeah, last year, right? Because he signed this, or two years. No, ago. he's been at the Devils two years now. Two years. Okay. He had a bad year last year. Yeah, he was he was hurt, I believe, for some of it. But um, I'm actually. I leaving. think he played at the with the with the Flames too in the playoffs too. Uh, I remember um, <laughs> there was this one uh, hot mic moment where Rick Ball, the the play by play guy for the Flames, during the commercial break, whatever, they caught him. Uh, Doug was a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, he played in, played in the playoffs for the Bruins, too, back in uh, 2013, right. 2014. Wow, he has plenty of playoff experience there. Right. So, 
but still, yeah, I mean, Jack Hughes, Nico Heischer, these young guys. Uh, I mean, we saw the Rangers young guys step up last playoffs. Maybe the Devils can do it here. And I, I like the Devils at, at minus 109. Um, you know, if the Rangers get up to, to plus one, 115, plus 120, maybe I maybe I look that way. But I don't have a bet on the series so far. I, if I had to, I would pick the Devils minus 109. Um, they went 2-1-1 two, one, two, one, one against them during the year. Wishy-washy, wishy-washy. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just doing more research. You can, you can change your opinion after you, after you have more information available to you. And when you're not playing up a bit for, for an episode. Should have been listening to me the whole season long. <laughs> That's your research. Uh, uh, well, expected goals for Devils second, expected goals against fourth, expected goals for percentage second. Uh, Rangers are in the bottom half of the league. All, all three of those categories. It's just going to be a matter of Shesterkin versus. This is very similar for me to, not very, not too similar to to, to Leafs, to Leafs Lightning, but but it's kind of Leafs Lightning light here, where the Devils are the Leafs. So they, they they don't quite have that that playoff experience. They haven't gotten over the hump yet, and the Rangers have more experience, like the Lightning do. Obviously, they ha- they haven't won a cup, but they have that experience, and they have Shesterkin against an unproven goalie. Um, Shesterkin Shesterkin at- wasn't elite in the playoffs last year too that's important to keep in mind i mean his regular season performance last year was much better than his playoffs so uh, that's just something to pay attention to yeah, as well nine, 929 save percentage last year in was the playoffs it? 2.59 goals against maybe had a few let's see if had a few bad games here early on um no three goals allowed or fewer and everything after the penguin series had, right. a, had a rough start, allowed four four in that long overtime game, two, four, six, but then completely bared down in the games, what's that, five, six, and seven against the Penguins, and all the way through Eastern Conference Finals, a 936 save percentage. So, all right. My memory is shit, like I said earlier. <laughs> no, I mean, early in the playoffs, he, he, he was shit, and people were questioning him, but he, he did did settle in, and early in the playoffs is, is all that matters while we're talking, talking this uh, first-round series here. Uh, so I would lean Devils, minus 109. I, I am looking at the overtime market for this uh, for this series. Two of the four meetings this season went to overtime, and their most recent one on March 30th was a uh, 2-1 game. I don't remember if that was tied late or not. I wouldn't be surprised if it was. Um, one overtime game is plus 145, two is plus 260, and three is plus 750. could definitely see at, le- at least one of these games has to go to overtime. Could easily see two, especially if this game this series goes six or seven games. Uh, I don't have a bet on the series yet, uh, I'm, but as I said, I'm leaning Devils. Uh, Con Smythe options for these two teams. I am seeing uh, if the Devils win, I think it'll be Jack Hughes. Uh, he is 30 to one, and then the Rangers is kind of more more open there with uh, with Zabanajad and Panarin and Fox and all those guys. But Shesterkin at 35 to one, I think, would be the guy if they end up winning the cup. Yeah, I, I got distracted here. I just noticed uh, they have NHL draft odds available on DraftKings. Oh my Who's word, that? this is this is uh, exciting to me. <laughs> Man, th- this shit doesn't t- pop up for like uh, I don't know until like a month before the draft at the earliest. What do they have up? Where like, I like, am? Who, like first overall pick? Like like what? No, I, that, I, I don't that's, see. It. That's obvious. Number one is Bedard, but number two and number three, they have those up. Uh, Adam Fantilli minus three hundred. Hammer drop. That that's 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 gonna happen. <laughs> Leo Carlson, number three, plus one twenty-five. Absolutely love that. Uh, I said Fantilli, number two. I, I said that, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. 
the one, two, three are, are pretty locked in at this point. Uh, Bedard, Fentilli, Carlson. Uh, it, it's hard to match with something switching in that. So, yeah, if you have DraftKings, I recommend those bets. Now you probably can't get a lot down on that. But, uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, Con Smythe here for the uh, Devils. Yeah, the De- Devils Rangers. Uh, Con Smythe, I, I said Hughes 30 to 1 and Shesterkin 35 to 1 as, as two possibilities. Yeah, Shesterkin 35 to 1. Another thing with the similar to the, the Isles, uh, except even better, I think. 35 to 1 um, is pretty great um, uh, compared to their, 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 their cup odds. So, uh, yeah, I like that for the Rangers and uh, Devils, though. Jack Hughes, his first his first playoffs, I'm not, I'm not too thrilled about that. Um, I, I should be looking at your, your list. Who, who, who would you go with? Let me try to find some Devils here. You got... Um, Dougie, Dougie Hamilton would be a vintage. Dougie Hamilton, 50-1. to 1. He's a point hog. Um, Timo yeah. Meyer, what's he there? Ooh, Meyer's 50-1 to 1 also. Oh, much better. Yeah, so I like 50 to 1 on Jesper Team Pratt, 75 to 1. Yeah. You can, you can keep it up. He's been uh, great this year. Um, Vanacek, yeah. 75 to 1. Nico Heischer is kind of like the uh, the Jacob Slavin of forwards. He's not going to mm-hmm. get the love for his great two-way play. Like Patrice Bergeron, light. Um, yeah, I, that's all I got for this. I'm not too interested in betting those. I mean, maybe sprinkles on Hamilton and... Uh, and uh, what was the other one I said? Uh, Meyer. Timo Meyer, yeah. Meyer power. Any interest in the uh, over-under, over five and a half games, minus 190, under five and a half at plus 145? I think yeah, over I, there I think, is pretty, yeah, pretty solid I think, play. I wouldn't be surprised if all of the Eastern Conference uh, series go over five and a half. I think that the, I mean, the Bruins obviously is the one that might be the flying mm-hmm. moment, but the other three for sure. Um Lightning win two games, Rangers win two games, Islanders win two games, all the dogs there should be able to get a couple wins. So, yeah, over five and a half here as well would be my lean. But uh, main play is just the Devils to win the uh, to win the series. Um, what do we got for some – do we have any head-to-heads yet for player points? Head-to-head for player points here. Uh, let's see, head-to-head. Oh, Hughes or the bandage ad. I like that. Okay, minus one fifteen both oh, there. Rat over Heedle. Oh, minus it was a it was a Banajad minus one seventy over Heesher. Uh, that, that, that's a lot of juice, but I think that, I think that might be worth it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, that's not the one I'm looking at. We're looking at different books for the listener, obviously. Are you on, <laughs> I, I'm on DraftKings. Oh, I don't even see that one. I only have four up here. Um, Hughes to Banajad, Brat Heedle, Heesher, Panarin. Meyer Kreider or Meyer I don't have Ford. Brad Heedle. I, I have a bunch I of different the, ones. The Canadian DraftKings here. Uh, that's weird. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Brad versus Heedle. I think I love the Brad side of that. Goals. Um, He's sure minus 150 versus Panarin plus 120. Kind of like Panarin there. Could see him getting a few power play, power play markers. Oh, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at the fucking goals. You're looking at Oh, the, okay. Yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Panarin plus 120. I like that as well. That would be my look for the for the uh, the Rangers side. Meyer Kreider, no interest in that. But uh, favorite would probably be Brat versus Heedel. Minus one thirty for Brat. Uh, most goals and the points, same kind of thing. My or Brat versus Trocheck, eh? Ah, I don't know enough about how well Trocheck's doing this year, but uh, let me see what, what what line is he on right now. He's he's on the second line with Tarasenko and Panarin apparently. So. Yeah. Rangers have Rangers do have three good lines if, if their kid line plays good. 
Yeah. Uh, Meyer over Kreider, I guess. But, uh, yeah, a lot of this is dependent on who you like for the series because if these guys are, are going to be uh, putting points in, uh, their team's likely winning because obviously these guys make the biggest difference. Oh, Hamilton over Fox. Oh, I like that one too, Hamilton. But, of course, I'm biased. I'm all, all, all my devils. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, nothing nothing screams auto bet except maybe Brat over Heedle for goals. That would be my only bet at this point. Yeah, I, I might bet Zabanjad over Heedle for points. I have, I have to look up how Zabanjad did last playoffs. But I, th- I think he, he did pretty well. Uh, Fandle has, like, player to score three-plus goals in the series. Any, any uh, names you want me to read off here for you? I have no interest in that market. All right. Um, Panarin, three or more, plus 152. Seems, seems, maybe, I, maybe I think just Panarin's more of a scorer than he is. He, he is, is there, he is, is there he is, a no in these? No, there's not. No, I'm not interested. No. <laughs> <laughs> Two-way lines, people. Two-way Two lines. lines only, yes. Um, uh, series leading goal scorer, Jack Hughes, plus 500. Meyer, 650. Kreider and Nico, both 800. Mika, 800. We're reaching for straws at this point. I think, we, I think we've talked about this series enough. Yeah, uh, Devils are uh, the better team, and they'll be proven right in a couple weeks' time when they, they walk out with the 4-2 series win. Devils in six, heard it here first. Oh, you know, this is the first time since, like, uh, 2007 that all the New York teams, or, or not all the New York teams, the, the Devils, the Rangers, and the Islanders are all, all in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't imagine. I mean, you have the Islanders six, winning, the, winning the first round. Sixteen years. Yeah, you, you could get a, a Devils Islanders or Rangers Islanders second round at this point. Yeah, be pretty love fun. it. Uh, Big Apple. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, that that wraps up the Metropolitan Division. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gilman Podcast. And if you're listening this far, if you enjoy what you're listening to, make sure you leave us a five star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or a five-star rating on Spotify. You can always let, let us know what you think on Twitter, at HockeySGPN. Anything else uh, you want to touch on here before we wrap it up? Uh, no, I mean, uh, I forgot to name my line for the Leafs lightning last episode. Minus 174 for the Leafs, so uh, yeah, they're, they're minus 150 is definitely battle. It's just hard to trust them at this point. Just just wanted to make sure all my, uh, my numbers are out there. I, I put some work into that, you know. Might as well share it. Yeah, let's go ahead and uh, peek behind the garden here. We're planning, I said before, we're planning on doing the West tomorrow and then potentially a, a fifth episode going over the bets that we've placed while we've placed them and maybe looking deeper at any of the uh, the player props that we, if we're able to research them over the next day or so and, and put some bets in so we can help you guys out there in those markets. Um, all right, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertslp. I'm Joel Meyer, and uh, you'll find me hating on basketball, or at least the NBA, for the next uh, couple months. Especially if those fucking bartenders put that on the screen over a hockey game. Please, God forbid. You know, they're the best thing about the Raptors being knocked out. The Raptors out. are out, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. That was, that was the biggest win. Better than the Bells losing. Or, that was not a win. That was the loss. The biggest biggest factor was the Raptors not being in. Uh, so I, I dodged a huge bullet there in terms of my bar experience for the playoffs. See ya. Thank you.